Hey guys, this is Mike Vidano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks on 365 Sportscast Radio Network. Would you like to start us off today, Chris, or shall I? Welcome back to Starcastic Remarks with Ryan. This is Chris. We talk about the stars sarcastically, so they had a really good game today. I'm so happy right now. They had 55, no, 50 minutes of a great game, and somehow they lost. How did they lose this game? Like, I, I literally, uh, I, I'm just, I, this is going to be the shortest podcast ever, because I have no idea. Yeah, I it, I was honestly speechless for the entire, what, five minutes? Less? Three? The whole three minutes of implosion by the veteran team full of veterans and nothing ever phases them because they went so good in the COVID playoffs and the only, all it took to defeat the Stars tonight was a flimsy board made out of cardboard. That was it. <laughs> I, I, I'm so pissed off right now, it's not even funny. It really isn't. I'm. I'm just. I'm done with it. I'm sick of this team. I, I, I've. They can't play a full sixty minutes. They can't, and they won't. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I. I really don't know what to talk about, Chris, because this is. I, I'm. If you don't stop uh, me, I'm gonna go on to an epic rant, and I'm just gonna sit here and rant for twenty. I know minutes. what to talk about. So here's what happened, everybody. The stars played a decent. Decent 50 minutes. They were okay. Played pretty good. Florida was playing bl- bad, obviously. They looked very worn down. That's kind of the star style. That's the way it works throughout the playoffs, right? And then we let uh, they, we let them beat us in freaking five minutes. Uh, and we ignore Ryan yelling. So, Otter was playing really good, too. Otter had a great game up until the last 10 minutes. And then we got to the last 10 minutes. Well, wait. First, before that, we needed to point out the, the weird thing that happened that might have sparked the whole thing is that board, like, demolished, which I have never seen before in my life. Like, that looked like a Costco board. You know what I'm saying? Why are we like, talking about the boards when the stars imploded? I'm just saying. Why are we talking about this? When did the turning point happen? You can still say that it's it's inexcusable and mention it because it, it are, you, are you Are you kidding? I wouldn't even include it. I don't care about the freaking boards. I yeah, don't so, care if that was a turning point in the game. The stars completely, 100% imploded. On this is and, and again, this is another game. This is probably like the fifth or sixth time I've said this. This is a game we should have won, and we didn't. We found a way to screw it up again yeah. for the sixth or seventh time. Yeah. Amanda's over here laughing at me like right yeah. now because she knows how mad I am. Oh yeah, our, our kids are asleep, so I gotta be quiet. But okay, <laughs> I, I, I will be more, I will be angry quieter. The stars suck. Oh, that was not quieter. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was quieter on my end, probably because I'm talking into a uh, a microphone. It's not that much quieter, but gosh. But either way, yeah. After the after the flimsy board collapse, which you, you gotta admit that was really weird. Have you ever seen a board do that? Yes, uh, that was weird. <laughs> I'm so okay after, now. After the board collapsed, somehow Florida rallied back and put on a ton of pressure, which the Stars already weren't didn't have a great forecheck in the beginning of the third, but after that board happened, there was no forecheck at all. And then they had 
pretty much zone time from the last 10 minutes to the end of the game. And wouldn't you know they scored three goals because they're a good hockey team. They're not a bad hockey team. If this is a bad hockey team, sure, we can full-on turtle and not forecheck at all and probably still win the game. But well, if, the, the against thing a was, good hockey team, you can't do it. See, what the, the thing was that was frustrating is that they were, they were forechecking at the beginning of the third period. The beginning, they that's realized, what I was saying. They realized. They were like, okay, we – we're we're not gonna go into this turtle shell, and then they let that first goal get in, and then everyone's all freaking out again, and they're like, "Oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh." And then when they score that second one, it's like, "Okay, it's major panic time." We had one good, one good offensive shift after that second goal they scored, and then after that they just turtled again even more, and they couldn't do anything with it. Yeah. So the. I just don't think the Stars team is good enough. I think that's what is frustrating us more than anything. Is because at the beginning of the third period, they were doing the right thing. They weren't doing what the Stars normally do when they blow leads. They were actually forechecking. They were pushing. They had offensive zone time, which is what they normally don't do. And then after the stupid board thing, they just stopped. And, like, what was the point of that? Like, if you're not mentally tough enough to get around a, what, maybe five-minute pause, like, Maybe, like, maybe not even that long. Like, this team is all about overcoming adversity. That was their whole story. Going going through the playoffs, just losing players left and right, weird COVID stuff. And, and no, they didn't show any of that tonight. So, long term it works, I guess, but short term it sucked. And with all the veteran presence on the team, you got to think at some point they step up and do something. And it just never happened. It showed no leadership in the end of that third period. No, but but that's not but that's not true. It, it it's it they, I, I honestly don't know what the answer is, because like you said, we had a we had a good game overall. Jamie Ben scores a goal. When Jamie Ben scores a goal, that's how you know that this team is doing well. He scores a goal. He does what he's paid nine million dollars should do. He that's that's a big part of his paycheck. Okay. We'll say that two million is for the physicality stuff, and seven million is for, you know, scoring goals. But the, that is the issue. They, I don't know they, why they, you're saying they, I'm wrong. But the, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. And may, maybe <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> you I started am. it off. You said, but, <laughs> "Here's where you're wrong." <laughs> but it, they just can't, they can't seem to find a way to win a game. And the and even even yesterday yesterday when we did the podcast the only reason why we won the game had nothing to do with our team on the ice, we were the Dallas Hudobins we were the Dallas Dobbies we were the Dallas House Elves, right? That's what we were. There was no team. It was it was Florida versus Dobby. That was it. Yeah, and and this game you see, you see we played all. A really good 50 minutes, I thought, especially in front of our backup goalie when we don't have our goal scorers. Like, two goals is pretty good when we have three of our best goal scorers out. And it, the last 10 minutes, like, like that was it. That was it. All the stats swing to the stars. All that happened was the last 10 minutes we imploded. And, like, that's got to be a veteran presence. And, like, we have the veterans still on the ice. Like, the captain is on the ice. Like, if anyone's going to stop an implosion like that, that's who it is. Or the coach, honestly. Like, if you – like, he – I don't I, – I feel like I'm blaming him for no reason, but, like, what else is a coach supposed to do it, except in situations like this? 
like you can run lines and and do different strategies and stuff but like that's when you really need to be a good coach is to figure out how to get your guys going after a break like that and get them prepared for like okay these guys have regrouped now because of this break y'all need to be ready for them to come at you and they weren't because it looked like as soon as the first goal went in there was no there wasn't a change nobody said to change anything when or something definitely should have been changed because you saw it as soon as the restart happened that they were on top of us after the first goal that's when you call the timeout right like am i wrong there no okay how often do you how often do you see a when you have a two goal lead and the other team scores a goal and it's two to one how how often do you see the coach call a timeout and i'm, and I'm how not often, I'm not, I'm how not, often are there pauses in the middle of the period Okay, that's what, that's but that I just makes it is. worse. That's just, that. See, but that, see, the, you you with the pause and then calling a timeout after the first goal. That just would seem to make it worse to slow the game down even more. Well, and that's not what the stars wanted. The stars wanted to grind the game out and get it done with. So I don't think you take a timeout after the first goal. After My the point, second goal, probably yes. But he didn't do it then either because he he probably knew something was going to happen, and he was right. He that third goal was scored, and then he well, took a, some, the timeout no, at the sense. right time. If you, if you know, if you feel like there's something's going to happen and they're going to score a goal, then you should have called a timeout after, after before that to stop okay, it from happening. That's true. And but, the but reason I'd say you call the timeout. At, hold on. <laughs> The reason you call a timeout after the first goal after the first goal is because there was obviously a change in the period as soon as the restart happened. Like it wasn't like oh they scored the first goal and they thought oh now we can win. It was as soon as the restart happened, the stars were obviously worse and Florida obviously had a fire lit under them. That's the reason that you do it. I would have called a timeout there if I was the coach because there's an obvious turning point that you can point to and be like okay that's where the Florida Panthers started playing better. And after that first goal, you still have the lead. That's when you need to regroup them. I I know you disagree with it, but the, not the first goal. I disagree Second with goal, lots yes. of with lots of the coaching stuff, like the like personal disagreements just the, with the way things are done. Maybe it's because I'm stupid. I'm not a coach. Okay. I don't know. Okay, but. so so th- this gets into some of the Twitter stuff. So I I asked for rants, questions, comments, whatever on Twitter. So, uh, D Butler thirty eight fifty six. Are we starting to see why Bones was never really a great head coach, and just a really good assistant? Is it is this placed like squarely on Bonus? Is this his fault? Squarely, no. Like it's not just his fault, but I think there's definitely something he could have done. But I. What what else could he have? I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm I not said. saying I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying that you're that you're wrong that he's not partially to blame. But what else can he do? You could you, you could have put you could put uh, Barry Trotz in there, and I still think the stars would have done the same thing. I think that's just me. I think Barry Trotz gets his guys together and say, "Hey, there's been a break. They're gonna come out swinging." And then if you see what happened in the beginning after that break and you see the goal then he would have called the timeout and regrouped him that's what i think a good coach would have done conspiracy time the boards was purposely broken (laughs) and florida knew it and then they slammed dickinson into (laughs) the boards knew it (laughs) it was replaced with paper plates and they hit him right into the plates The boards are made out of paper mache. <laughs> and they and, knew it. 
and they knew it. Oh. Okay, obviously not. But yeah, that's why I think it, it comes to blame on the on the leaders and partially on the coach. Of course, it's not only the coach's fault. A lot so, of stuff has to happen for you to suck that bad in the last ten minutes. So this goes back to partially what you said too. Um, Bonus was asked in the post game interview what went wrong, and he blamed the veterans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He flat out came and and he said the veterans. Those were the first two words out of his mouth when he answered that question. And so, so I agree with that. That's who who I think is number one first. Who are the who are the veterans? Who are the 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 veterans? Who are those guys? The ones on the ice are Jamie Benn, Como, and Pavelski. But then those are the three guys who were the most outstanding this game. So that's our two goal scorers. Yeah, they and they didn't do the veteran job at the end of the game. They didn't finish the game. They're the guys who are supposed to get people together and let them know, hey, something's going to happen. Like, it's been 2 nothing. There's a break. Something very well could happen because it's a good hockey team. It's not a bad hockey team. So, like, if they know hockey. They know that that's how momentum shifts can happen. Because the, the the third period was all Dallas until that point. That is definitely a point where the momentum can shift. And they know it. They played hockey for, like, their whole lives. They know momentum can shift that way. So it's definitely their fault. And I also think it's partially Bonus's fault. But I understand that uh, what not, I think it, he should have done is a, risky, is a risky thing to, to do. But I... Just general as general coaching philosophy, I think coaches should use timeouts more often than just at the end of the game, but more effectively. Yeah, yeah. And and, and you that, see that's some just coaches general, do that. My opinion. Now, if if we're gonna fault bonus on one thing, I would not have kept the ti- the the timeout for the three two. You know, let's get the game time yeah. goal kind of thing. Like at that point, I, like I, I don't, that's the I don't long think, shot. See, I don't think he should have called it after two one, but I fully hundred percent. Uh, agree with you that he should have called it when it was 2-2 because at that point they scored two goals in 52 seconds and you know they're and that's when it's extremely obvious like yes there might you might be right about the whole 2-1 and there's a momentum shift thing and it looks like they're starting to play better but especially after 2-2 you need to cut the momentum of the panthers somehow yeah that's that 2-2 that i think the majority be, of coaches would have called a timeout there. exactly that wouldn't and, even have been an aggressive timeout call Right, and and at that point, nothing was in the Stars' favor at that point, because yeah. you know they'd played a great game up to that point, and you know you know they played Stars hockey, they played the way that they were supposed to, you know, especially with three of their top six forwards out. So, it, it but at the same time, I can't blame the veterans either because the veterans Why? are the ones that the veterans are the ones that scored. It doesn't so, matter if at the end of the game they don't do their job. And, and that's see, what that's we're talking the, about, the whole 60-minute yeah, thing. Right. They were on the ice, too, when that happened. They're and, the ones and, playing. And, and, that, and see, that's the thing that's so frustrating about all of this is that we can't seem to find the like, – like when something really bad is going on, you want to blame something. Like, there has to be a problem with I've this. I've got two big something... things to blame this time. I mean, I, I'm good. I, I'll sign blame all over the place. Right, but, but – you want to blame one thing, like like there has to be one problem that's that's going on right now. And but it just seems that it was a little bit of everything. You know, Otter. That's what it, that's what it uh, always Otter, is, though. Like a team doesn't lose just for one reason, right? Like 
if there was typically, only one reason, typically. You, sometimes yeah. sometimes it is, but well, something yes, crazy. Right. But like, if a team lo- only had one bad thing happen in the game, they probably won the game. <laughs> you know, so yeah. But we can move on. Yeah, Otter played good. The three See, goals were like what I don't know what he could have done. <laughs> well, does does Dobby make one of those? Say I, I know he's he's exhausted and there's no way he was gonna play yeah. anyways. But but would he have made one of those three three stops? Would I mean, he have made one of those. You obviously can't say yes, but he would have a higher chance of making that. And that's what we talked about. Uh, I don't remember when it was, but I think it was like before this restart. Like Dobby has a higher chance of being the reason you win the game, but uh, an Otter just won't be the reason you lose. Remember that, that comparison we made. Yeah, that's, so that, uh, yeah. that's definitely what you're saying. What you're saying here. Does Dobby make one of those saves and pull us out of that single-handedly? Probably, Maybe. but you, you you can't know for sure. So it's definitely no no chance you put it on the goalie. Like if Dobby did that, it would have been something crazy. Like it, it would have been a huge save to turn the game around or something like that. But you you don't blame a rookie netminder for not making a spectacular save when the team is falling apart. <laughs> Right and yeah and like, that's are, are, are why we, I'm saying it's okay, the okay, veterans. Here, here's here's a question. Here's a question. It is this still the this think this game alone is this game because the stars completely melted down, or is it just complete dumb luck? We completely melted down. This was not dumb luck. Like, it, that's why it's so frustrating, too. I want to believe play, it's dumb luck. I want to believe it's dumb you luck. You can't. You can't. Cause, but that's why it's so frustrating to us. It's cause the first well, because it's minutes, happened too many times. It's happened yeah. too many times now. Well, and the first 50 minutes were so good. Like, for 50 minutes, that was a great game for a Dallas Stars team missing three of its top scores. Like, two goals in, in a game, I would be fine with. But when on you're the a road, defensive team... On the road, grinding yeah. down... If you're a defensive team, you have to lock down that win. And like to to not do that so <laughs> fantastically. <laughs> like <laughs> good, good, great choice you just of words. Just do there, the Chris. complete opposite. <laughs> like it, it's it's sad. As a defensive team, it's embarrassing. <laughs> like if you're going to label yourself a defensive team and you lose a two-goal lead, with less than 10 minutes in the third period, that's embarrassing. And this never happened last season. Like, maybe count it on one hand. See, that's a good <laughs> point. That's a good point. Like, we, we, even though we were losing games last last year, it, it's, it, we, we could put it to the fact that we had new, new guys on the ice. Uh, well, and they know. were close one-goal games into right. the third period. We would not go into the last 10 minutes of the third with a multi-goal lead and blow it all in five minutes. Now, uh, the way I feel about this game is how I felt about, uh, I don't even remember how long ago it was, but there was a game against, uh, it might have even been back when Madonna was still around. Uh, it, it was, we had a 4 nothing lead going into the third period against the Los Angeles Kings and somehow ended up losing the game 6-5 to five in regulation. Or it might have been in overtime. It actually, it was in overtime. So that's how bad I felt about this game, and you know me trying to be you know calm in front of uh, my own family because I'm all ticked off and everything. And I exp- I explained this to my wife Amanda. I, 
on the inside, I'm sitting here like screaming like a banshee. I want to throw things up against the wall. I want to go outside and scream to the heavens, what the heck is going on? But on the outside, I'm I'm showing this calm demeanor when it's that's the complete opposite of how I feel. And it it was hard to do that. Like really hard. And Bro, yeah, I hurt my I, wrist. I slammed on my desk so hard. I oh, like, I ah. did too. I, 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 that was the one thing I did. Is just like it, it. There was five seconds left in the game, and you know, Hayskinen doesn't get the last shot off. And then I just, I just take my hand and I go, just on my kitchen table, and negative thoughts proceeded from there. <laughs> negative. <laughs> that's a, that negative. That negative thoughts proceed. That is that is the that's that's the new catchphrase. Negative thoughts proceed. Uh, we'll have to. I'll probably call it. Uh, I'll probably call the podcast episode that tonight instead of PGR. Uh, I'll call it PGR. Negative thoughts proceed. <laughs> negative thoughts proceed. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I, I think that's a well, good way hey, to end it. Negative thoughts are proceeding. <laughs> well, do you want to end it there? I got a couple more uh, oh, tweets. Got, I want to oh share. yeah, go through the tweets. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll skip the stats tonight because the stats say the stars won and they didn't. So. <laughs> yeah, I I don't even care about the stats tonight. I'm not even going to look at them because I know that we played well for a good portion minutes. of the game. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, so whatever. Um, so uh, villain DTX, uh, yeah, victory club name. for life. Yeah, I know, right? It's all of them. awesome, <laughs> all of them, all of them, Gollum, awesome. I, I don't talk. think that's a real name, but okay. uh, but anyways. So he said, "There is absolutely no excuse for the last six minutes of the game. It was like they forgot that they still had a game to play." I can only imagine how frustrated they are with themselves. Uh, frustrated would I would use a different word. I'd be I'd probably use pissed. <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine how pissed they are with themselves. I, I mean, I can just imagine that you know, even at, at, with bonus, you know, he, he probably went in there like Tortorella. Oh, yeah. You know, he he went in there and just started screaming and cussing up a storm. I I mean, you, you can't you can't lose a game like that ever, ever in in any any professional league for that matter. So, especially when you dominate so badly in the beginning of the game, like that's exactly how we wanted the game to go for fifty minutes. And right the last for 10, for the we're... players we have, yeah. for the players we have right now. And for who we're missing. Yes, that is 100% agree. And the last you know 10 what? minutes were probably we the still, worst 10 minutes of the season. And we would have still played like that like that if we had those three other guys, but it would we might have more goals up we on the We might have more board, goals. But, yep. but that's that's beside the point. We just total meltdown. Yeah. And, and like when you have players hurt like I I I I've seen people say like don't freak out. We've got people injured. Like normally that'd be a fair reason. But, but there's season, 56 games. Yeah. This, this, this season, is two-thirds of a season. We're going to have We're 25% least, through the season already. Yeah, we're going to have at least two big guys out pretty much every game, I think. Like, <laughs> at the very least. Even when Bishop and Sagan come back. So, there's going to be people hurt every single night, and that's going to be true for all the teams in the league. That's what's going to happen when you pay, play so many games so close together. But we need to figure out ways to win hockey games like this. And the first 50 minutes were perfect. That's how you want to do it if your skill guys are out. And the last 10 were, like, I don't know how you play so well and then so awful so quickly. I, I don't know. Um, uh, victory of stars. Uh, we go 0 for 2 versus Tampa, 
and playoffs is a H-E double hockey stick, no. So, yeah. I don't think that's true. It's No, that I think is 100% into, true. I think getting into fourth place isn't going to be as hard as we think it is, and that's all we need. Like, in all honesty, if – I think get, getting Ben and Sagan back, I know a bunch of media people have talked about it being like making a big trade at the end of the season. So if we can actually feel that impact from those two big players coming back into the lineup. It's going it, to be too late. If we continue it, playing like this, it's going to be too late. All you have to do is get into the playoffs. That's As long as we have a fourth place spot, when those guys come back in, we'll be fine. But that that is true. If we're at sixth when they come back, we it'll ha- be too late. We have to – the, and, and this goes back to what he says. We have to be able to at least go 500 against the good teams. I'm not even considering us one of the good teams anymore. The three good teams in this division, okay? You got Tampa, you got Florida, and then who else am I forgetting? Carolina. You have to be able to beat those teams. What have we done against Carolina? Zero for four. What have we done against Florida? One for two when we should have gone two for one. What have we done against Chicago? Over two, and that's not even a good team. If we go, if, if we lose to Tampa, if we lose both games to Tampa, we're done. We're not getting in the playoffs. I, 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 I think it's a dumb thing to say just so early in the season. Like, yes, it would really suck. It, it's and not take a early big in the season, Chris. It's we haven't not played a quarter of the games. We we have already played a quarter. We played of the games. fifteen games. But it, the, the other the other thing about this, Chris, is that all you of these games— got 39 games, that, games left. The, all of these other games that we're playing, all of these games are divisional games. So you can't look at these games like they're two-point games. They are four-point games. Every game's not only a four-point game. You lose four yes, points, you gain four. So it's the same thing. But we're going to lose all these games. That's what I'm saying. If we it, it just, we lose we lose a, an a, we we're, we it's basically an eight point difference if we lose the next two games against Tampa, and, and then you just win one game back against them, and then it's only a four point difference. So it's the same thing as if but, they were no, all no, two point games. That's not going to happen though. If, but you don't if, know that later in the take, season is what I'm saying. Like later okay, in the season, maybe, the team could be different. Maybe, that's why but, it's a dumb thing to say so early in the season. But because like, you never and, know, Tampa like. The Blues last season were in dead last in their division. They go and win the Stanley Cup. Okay, so you can never say they're out of the playoffs. Good, no, that's how not is that a good, not a good analogy? Halfway played, through the season, they were in dead last. It's because they play had less games than everybody else, and they had they. Th- there's lots of arguments against that why that's not a good comparison. But the the other thing is is that, and and, and you said it yourself. We didn't see the Stars team impl- implode like this last year. Even though we were losing games, yes, that was fine. We did not see a game like this. We did not you see did, a game like you this. You did with the last six games of the season. The last six games of the season last season, the Stars were terrible. And, and then they, what happened? And then they go and went to the Stanley Cup Finals. Because of COVID. Yeah. That's, but what I'm saying is teams change. So stuff can change. So saying, saying you're out this early in the season is a ridiculous thing to say, in my opinion. Like, no matter what. Like, even if it's Detroit, like, if there's any sign of life in Detroit, (laughs) which there's not, but if there's any sign of life in Detroit and you said that they're out, like, no, they're not. There's still so many games left to play. I don't know, man. And you're probably right. I'm just being reactionary, but still. If it's four to zero at the end of the first period, are you going to say, oh, game's over, no chance? (laughs) 
you're not. There's more hockey to play. So even though, yes, right now it kind of sucks, calm down. There's more hockey to play. We'll talk about playoffs when we get closer to the end. All right. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. You're just emotional. Yes. So does the other people who are emotional too. Y'all calm down. Just have fun watching hockey for a little bit and be pissed off when they lose terrible games like this. All right, so uh, Braves underscore Costanza. I hope I said that right. Sure. Uh, <laughs> he thinks, and quote, think we are at that point where difficult decisions have to be made. This team reminds me of a team that misses the playoffs because they can't get the breaks to go in their favor. Now, we... I think yeah, I I'll start it off since you don't that. know what to say. Yeah, I, I yeah, let me formulate my thoughts. Go ahead. You're, we are getting close to that point, right? To where something needs to happen, like something's got to give. And we, when general managers feel like the team should be doing better than they are, and it's not happening, they make crazy decisions to shake things up. So I don't look, think look we're at there yet. Look right. at Montreal. Right. Right. They're not. They're in fourth, and that happened. Like, so I don't think they're there yet, but I think they are getting closer and closer. And in a game like this where the team implodes, where I think partially, like, like, like even you said, after the second goal, how do you not call a timeout? Like, that's that a seems, questionable decision. That seems ridiculous in my opinion. But, like, GMs will make crazy decisions whenever the team is not performing the way that they feel they should. Jim Nill thinks this team is good. Not much changed since the Stanley Cup final. I like so, where we're at. I like where we're at. <laughs> yeah. But Okay, two things. First things first, uh some some weird person on Twitter, which I'm not gonna quote his his name. He's it's he didn't post on our thing, but he said, uh, all right, it's time to get rid of bonus and go back to the run and gun offensive style. Uh <laughs> that and I was just like, Okay, that's stupid. No, no. Absolutely <laughs> not. We're not going back to the Lindy Ruff era where we outscore our problems. And then, because I mean, boy, that got, was fun though. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but we were we we were the number. We were the first team in our division. We were the best team, not just our division, in the conference. In the conference. And and we lost in the second round, right? I think that, it was. The second that's round. not how the playoffs work. Okay, right. And and then and and Nil realized that. So, all we have to do is get to the playoffs, like that's you said. What I'm all, saying. And. And you know what? My whole prediction of get us getting fourth is looking more and more realistic at this point for me, at least. I was really, I was really hopeful for a while, especially after that to start the season four and zero. But it's starting to look more and more realistic. Although I was wrong about Columbus, it's and it seems I was wrong about Florida. That Florida looks like they're going to be the third team. But uh, on the on the other side, there's nothing this that Jim Nil can do. From a, you want to bet? From no, from a from a team perspective. Yeah, like, that's not rash. I will agree. <laughs> exactly right. So, but no I mean, Mont- Montreal did it, and they're in a playoff spot. Okay, so. yeah, no. So I'm I'm talking team. I'm talking yeah. the players, not the coach. Yes, that's probably the most drastic thing to do is to fire the coach. But I don't think that he's going to do that, especially with the. And we talked about it just just yesterday. So I'm not going to go into that again. But. You have no cap space. You have so you have some guys who are paid a lot of money who are not producing the way they should. Maybe under a different system, under a different system, they would. And we saw that with uh, the Linda Ruff era. You know, 
Sagan and Ben were scoring at will. Um, the, uh, yeah, I mean, there's I'll, not much I'll agree can do. with I'll agree with you there. I don't think a trade would help. Like, I think overall this team is good. I think we have five players out, <laughs> like five of our best players out, which that's more than any other team. Like you get, like I did say, like every team's hurt. I I mean that where we have to find wins to get to the playoffs with our guys hurt, but we have five of our not just five. Eh, players, five of our best players are not playing right now. That's real bad. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll agree that he shouldn't make any trades. And I, like I said earlier, the Bishop and Sagan coming back is hopefully the the big trade at the end of the season that teams make to make the push to the playoffs. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that comes to fruition. But I agree. Really, the only I think the only only option he has is to fire the coach, which. That That's not realistic. That doesn't it's, seem to it be has the right worked. Thing to do. It has worked for teams recently. I don't know what it is, but you never know, dude. You can wake up one day and Jim Montgomery will be fired for seemingly no reason. Anything can happen in sports, which is why they are awesome. Right. So, well, I can exhale now. <laughs> And negative thoughts continue. And negative thoughts continue. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I, I think we're good. We, we were going to stop 10 minutes ago. We started. We talked for another 10 minutes. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, any last thoughts, Chris? Ah. Play better? <laughs> Two words. Ah. <laughs> no, no, no. Three words. No, four words. Play the full 60 minutes. Five words. Yeah, four <laughs> words. Four words. From two to four three words. to four to five. <laughs> Play the full ben, 60 minutes. There you ben go. Band teachers can only cut to four anyway. You meant one, two, three, four, one, right? <laughs> one day, two day, ready, go. That's it. That's all we can do. We can count to four. All right. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Bye. Go to sleep, right. everybody. All right. Bye. All right, guys. Along with Chris, I've, I'm Ryan. Uh, you've been listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Thank you for downloading this episode and taking a listen. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast or anywhere you get your podcasts, and just let us know that uh, you appreciated it, and because uh, we would appreciate that. Um, you can follow us on Sarcastic R for all the sarcastic comments that we make, both Chris and I. Um, you can like us on Facebook and also f- like follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel where we put up all of our podcasts and every once in a while a a random YouTube video too. Stars completely implode. Negative thoughts. Somehow lose. Yeah. And uh, I guess we'll catch you guys on the flip side when I'm in the better mindset. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Bye.